Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. It's seven o'clock in the morning London time on Tuesday the 6th of April. US economic data seems to be confirming the pattern of growth that we can expect elsewhere in the world this year. It is restrictions that are constraining economic activity, and the easing of those restrictions is resulting in consumers switching their demand to services. There are plenty of reports of strength in US restaurant bookings, for example, as people switch from buying stuff to having fun. Having fun being defined as doing something one can post about on Instagram afterwards. There's generally plenty of capacity in the personal service sector to meet that increase in demand, although Delta Airlines did have to cancel some flights owing to demand outstripping the ability to staff those flights. Airlines have more specialised labour than other service sectors, of course, and this is likely to be a temporary constraint. Restrictions are not being lifted in Europe at the moment, with the third wave of infections causing some concern. The UK Prime Minister has warned that taking holidays in Europe may not be allowed as a result of the rising case numbers. This underscores the challenge for Europe's tourism industry. It's a two-country process, as both the destination country and the supplier of the tourists need to have eased restrictions. For example, Greece opening its tourism industry is of limited use if Germany and the United Kingdom do not supply their traditional plane loads of tourists. The slower pace of vaccination and the delays to easing restrictions generally delay the European economic bounce back, as demand is delayed but not lost. But because tourism is a time-sensitive product, demand here is more likely to be lost than delayed once a certain point in the calendar is reached. US Treasury Secretary Yellen has suggested that there should be a global minimum corporate tax rate. The idea is not you. The OECD has been leading attempts to do something along these lines, albeit with limited progress to date. The support for a minimum tax rate comes as the United States is pursuing trade taxes against countries that are putting in place digital taxes for companies that avoid paying corporation tax locally. So this may be an interesting tension to watch. One could also question whether the fourth industrial revolution makes the idea of a global minimum tax rate for companies less relevant. As we see localization of production increasing in the future, the idea of attracting foreign direct investment into a country through a low tax rate becomes less relevant. In the third industrial revolution, low taxes helped pull in companies that would produce in one place and then export those products out. In the fourth industrial revolution, companies produce to satisfy local customers, and the tax rate may therefore be something that affects local prices rather than overall investment decisions. Media reports are suggesting that the People's Bank of China has asked Chinese banks to restrict loan growth for the remainder of this year, holding total lending roughly at the same level as last year. This reflects concerns about bubble building continuing in the Chinese economy, real estate, of course, being a traditional focus. This is not something that is likely to have a great deal of global impact, as Chinese domestic demand does not fuel other countries' exports in the way that, say, US domestic demand does. Moreover, the credit growth is more focused on assets rather than consumer spending in China. 
That's all for today. Have a good day. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services, Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at UBS.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.